Welcome back to our fourth episode of More Moments. I'm Sid, and I'm here with my dad, Mr. Gabe. Hey, Sid. How's it going today? Pretty good. Good. Just caught me in the yawn whenever I was saying the intro. Sorry. Good timing, I guess. (laughs) It's a lazy Sunday. Yeah, sometimes those are good. So, what's your week been like? Very busy. Yeah? Yes. We also had that hurricane come through, but it didn't Mm. really affect us that much. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too much damage, mm-hmm. but they canceled school because of it. So it was amazing, and it just turned out yeah. to be a little bit of rain. Yeah. But I guess we're used to taking an abundance of caution. Yes, better to be safe than be sorry. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so um, yeah, another busy week at school, busy week of softballing and doing all the cool stuff that we're doing. You got the yawns going on <laughs> over there. Somebody's excited about podcasting. <laughs> so um, yeah, another busy week. Any big adventures that you would like to share with us this week? The the week of a high schooler? Um, let's see. Hmm. Monday, pretty much moseying throughout my day. Groovy. Um, we had a game. Did we have a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think yeah, we won, right? I think so, yeah. I don't even know anymore. You played that one team that starts with a W and ends yeah. in an R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like losing track of all the teams we're playing. It's a lot of games. Um what else? On Tuesday, it was just Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday, they canceled school because of that deadly hurricane that came through. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, it was a sunshiny day here in Albany, Georgia. I'm not too sure about other places, but we didn't get hit too hard here. Wasn't too bad. Yeah. Just some rain. Yeah. Some rain, sticks in the a little yard. bit of clouds, mm-hmm. some leaves, but that was pretty much it. We've seen worse. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday forgot about thursday too. it was another game it didn't go as well as the game on. oh Monday. yeah now i'm remembering thursday sorry to bring it up yeah but, you know friday just making it through friday mm-hmm. i'm not sure what i did that night i think i went to sleep honestly because i was so exhausted yeah it was an and early-ish then, night yeah woke up saturday um went dress shopping with my best friend for a party and then we went to go get some boba mm-hmm. and she was a very slow eater and we were sitting in that restaurant for like three hours straight. Yeah. Just three hours. And me and dad, we both finished our drinks and we were just sitting there, you know, just talking the whole time, just waiting for her to finish her drink. Yeah. And then Sunday. Where, where did we go? I don't. Kung Fu Tea. Oh, yeah. We can say that. Yeah. Because it's not just local. If you're listening yeah. Kung Fu Tea, then we would like a free lifetime yeah. supply of Kung Fu Tea. We so. would also really appreciate a sponsorship Thank if you're you interested. Thank Kung you. Tea. Very much appreciated. Can't get anyway, better tea anywhere moving else. On. <laughs> moving on. Um, today's Sunday. Woke up. Went to church. It was just me and dad because mom was doing college stuff. She's a college student. Mm-hmm. You know, She's got to stay focused on school. Yep. So we were at church. And we were listening to a sermon, and it was about lies holding you back. And it's not our pastor because they're out of town. So this guy stepped in, and he took over for the sermon say He did a great job. Shout out to you if you're listening right now. And then we got back, put in some reps. Well, not really. We were going to go and pitch, but then we got kicked off the field. <laughs> so <laughs> we kind of just did our own thing, made it up as we went along. And came home, and we watched, what's it called? Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, my goodness. I highly recommend this movie. It is so good. It has Andrew Garfield in it, and it's based on a true story, and it's about World War II. 
and Andrew Garfield plays Desmond Doss, mm-hmm. and he's a medic, and it's a really good movie. I'm True not going to spoil it. Go watch it right now. There is a lot of uh, war action yeah. and guts yeah. Just and for a heads up, it's very gory. So very be prepared. Gory. Yeah, very gory. But it's an amazing story, true story, real real guy, mm-hmm. um, and it's the it's the true story of how he really, without ruining anything, how he stands by his convictions. So yeah, it's, uh, it's and he follows cool. his faith. He does. It's an awesome movie. I'm glad that you liked it. It's a pretty pretty grisly film to watch. At least mm-hmm. that's what they said as the intro was <laughs> coming up. But uh, yeah. Pretty grisly. Awesome story, though. I, 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 you know, I like those kinds of things. I like the war yeah. movies and all that. And it's just because you're a veteran. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's exciting stuff. And it's just, to me, it's really inspirational to see, especially the true stories like that of people that do those amazing things. And it's just, I don't know. I, it, it just feels like it was a different time and people were just built different back then. Yeah. And it just amazes me, you know, like Band of Brothers and all that stuff. Love you know. Band of Brothers. I think awesome. that's one of the greatest war stories out there. And it's also true. Yeah, it is. It's really cool stuff. So anyway, yeah, we like war movies around here. Mm-hmm. And not just because we like, you know, like bang, bang, shoot them up stuff. It's, you know, heroes are, are inspirational. It's the people in it. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. So, well, good. Thanks for sharing all that. Um yeah, we're we had a couple of uh, cool conversations throughout the week, um, and wanted to share, I guess, some of the things that we that we that we kick around while we're driving around town or just sitting around talking about things. And Sid had an idea for us to talk about the. I guess I guess we can sum it up by saying like the amount of attention that we decide to give. You okay? All right, that water is going down the wrong pipes. All right. I do know the high. Right, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna put that to the side for now. I know the number to nine one one. Okay. So you okay? I'm good. All right. Good. This is an exciting podcast. <laughs> Never a dull moment. You just witnessed it, folks. <laughs> All right. Um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. So the things that we give our attention to, and you know, phones are are a topic of conversation. I think for for that keeps that comes up often and i think it's a something that we can discuss that is going to probably be relevant to just about everybody because everybody i know has one um i've had one since i was 20 something years old and that was back in like the 1900s and it was a flip phone and it was really unbreakable you know you could like fall off of an entire bridge and like hit every rock on the way down and the phone was fine not that i ever tried it but it was a pretty sturdy phone anyway they're different now so they're different and well you have one right mm-hmm. so tell me what it's like being a being a high school kid and having a phone what's it like um tell me what it, what type of a role that phone plays in your everyday life a huge role okay i feel like as we get further like into the future people start getting phones at a younger and a younger age i got my first phone whenever i was 10 years old i think that's pretty young but now kids are getting their phones like starting at the age of six years old or younger like even four Mm -hmm. and that's just wild to me like there's no reason that a four-year-old could ever need a phone but whatever parents choice but um for teenagers especially I feel like it ruins the natural way that we're supposed to interact because we always have that buffer. Like the phone is a buffer of communication. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
it just ruins like the depth in relationships. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, because it's used as a distraction. And like if the conversation gets awkward, like or if you don't want to be talking to that person, you can just turn on your phone and just like kind of block them out and drown them out. Mm -hmm. But back then, whenever phones were really a thing, I feel like human relationships and like interactions were so much more authentic and so much more real. Yeah, in some ways they definitely were. And it does act as like a buffer or a filter almost Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, things can get lost when it goes through the filter because it washes out the, you know, the, the facial expressions, the nonverbal communication, um, the, the implications, the energy that people just kind of like share when they're in the same space. Do you know what I mean? And it removes that, but it, I think that it provides a false safety for a lot of people. And this doesn't just apply to to kids, you know, or young adults or high school students or any, anybody of any particular age, I see it with adults too. I see it with adults of all ages where they'll use it as, um, as their preferred method of communication to avoid having to really connect with another person. Because when we connect with other people, there's a risk of getting hurt. Okay. And I don't just, you know, I don't mean like the, the in-depth, you know, like you're like connect, like true love and you're going to get your feelings hurt and all that stuff. But even just the small little injuries and the judgments that we may perceive or the little disapprovals mess people up. Um, and I think, you know, I think that a lot of the overuse of social media is a, is a part of that. And I'm not going to get too analytical because you know, I probably will, but you're giving me the look right now. (laughs) So Um, but that's the way that, that's the way that I've seen it roll out. And in another way, I mean, I kind of think of it as it's like this little escape hatch that we carry around with us. And when we get into a situation where, uh oh, I might have to interact with this other human being on a, on a real level, then we'll pull out that little portable escape hatch that we carry with us and dive right into it and vanish. Do you know what I mean when yeah. I say that? And it's almost like it's it's become very acceptable for all of us to do that. You know, if you see somebody that's on their phone, you know, now it's just very natural to accept that as, okay, well, I'm sure they're probably doing something that's important. I'm just going to leave them alone. There's no no expectation of a, for us to actually communicate as people. Um, but even, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it it would have been seen as a little bit more rude to do that in a social situation to just like be glued to your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's, it's more widely accepted yeah. because we all it, on some levels at some time or another have experienced that type of fear or that need to escape. Does that make sense? Yeah. And because it's more common for people to be on their phone and like, whoa, this water is like not going down my throat. It's more common for people to be on their phone like during social events now mm-hmm. to like try to avoid being in conversations with people. But I used to have like the worst social anxiety and I 100% believe that was because of being on my phone too much. And the more and more that I separate myself from my phone, like my social anxiety is gone. I don't even struggle with that anymore. Like it comes naturally to me now. But I think that whenever you try to avoid it and then whenever you get put into a situation where you have to face other people, you're not going to know how to do it because you haven't been 
practicing it almost mm -hmm. because everything takes work. Like even talking to people, it takes work. So if you're constantly using your phone as a distraction to talk to people, as to not talk to people, then you're not going to know how to like properly talk to people anymore. Yeah, it's true. It's true because we got to practice things if we want to be good at mm -hmm. them. And if we get out of practice, then we're not going to, we're just not going to be as, as good at it. You know, and I, and I wonder how much COVID had to do with that, not to, you know, bring up that dreaded word again, but I mean, the, the whole, everything that had to do with, you know, social situations and social interactions suffered a lot back then. Do you remember? I mean, when, you know, schools were all shut down. That and was horrible for me. You were in the house. It was horrible. For a day up in the house. And it was like the only interaction that you had with your friends was either in the Google Classroom or on your phone. FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. And it was crazy because, I mean, as a parent, it was, there was a, there was a balance. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was like, eh, I don't know. She's getting a lot of phone time. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but I also wanted to make, I also want to make sure that she's able to talk to her friends. So her entire social life isn't around, you know, mom and dad, you know, and so mm -hmm. she'd be like a Norman Bates kind of person. Yeah. That's I remember during COVID times, my screen time would be like seven hours a day because I would be on FaceTime with my friends for like hours and hours on end. You know, because that was the only way that I could talk to them. And it was like that for a while, for like a solid two months. Like we would be on hour call FaceTimes every single day. And that's what I was used to. But still, whenever you're in person, it's just different. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Oh, and just a disclaimer. I, we don't just let the kid run wild with her phone. It does sleep on the <laughs> kitchen counter at night. We do have controls in place. Um, we're not just terrible people uh, not never mind there are some controls in place <laughs> sorry all right um so anyway back to where we were all right so what can we do what can well what can kids do what can high school students do you know people your age what can they do what have you done to you know to put your own be more present in place? yeah I mean, what do you do um i have to remind myself that a phone isn't a natural part of life and that I really want, I strive to live the life that God intended for me to live. And I don't think a phone was included in that like subscription. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was included in that deal. So I have to like remind myself sometimes to put down the phone and just like be in the here and now. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like whenever you really make yourself present, it makes your life so much more authentic number one whoa and so much more valuable too like and it makes you feel more fulfilled whenever you walk away from certain experiences in different situations it's awesome yeah i find that doing more things with um with your phone in a separate room mm -hmm. is it's it's, it, it's weird because it's kind of liberating in a way because again I mean, you know adults they, they we have the same issues with phones okay we we are i mean we we are a culture of people that are addicted to our phones, literally. Um, brain chemistry is being manipulated by the use of our phones, and it, it's it, they have addictive properties, not to get too boring and technical, but it's true. It's like a drug. Yeah, they're designed that way on purpose, and it's a little freaky and a little scary, um, but we're not going to go into it on this. 
However, there are ways that we can, that we can kind of break away from that. Um, one of the things that, you know, that I've found that's, that's pretty helpful is to not use it first thing in the morning. Um, I don't sleep with it next to the bed. I know a lot of people do, and I, and I talk to a lot of people and the ones that I talk to that don't sleep with it right next to their bed. Um, the day starts out a little better. I encourage everybody to try it out. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't use it. Um, I don't sleep with it next to my bed. Um, I do use it as my alarm clock, but I set it up far, far away on the total opposite side of the room. So I have to get up, walk across the room, turn off the alarm. Plus it helps me to you know, wake up and get moving around. But even though I, all, what I do is I turn off the alarm and I leave it sitting there and then I do my morning routine and I get ready and do all that other cool stuff. And I don't even, you know, open that bad boy up and look at anything for at least the first hour or so. Yeah. And I just feel better because it just helps me to get my mind right. I can spend time um, praying in the morning and just, you know, connecting with the Lord first thing instead of connecting with my phone. And it changes things. Yeah, I have like a rule for whenever I wake up in the morning. It's so I wake up, I'll come out of my room, I'll look at the time on my phone, and I won't look at the notifications because whenever I wake up, like I have a list of notifications, and I'll just set my phone face down and then I'll walk away and then I'll do my whole morning routine and then I'll come back like 45 minutes later, look at the notifications, blah, 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 see what my friends are up to. And then, uh, Usually we get ready, then we go to school, and then on the car ride there, I'll talk to my friends. And then whenever I get to school, we have to put our phones up in like the little pouches and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But it's just don't start your morning off immediately looking at your phone because it can totally change your mood. Like the way that you start your day can determine how your whole day is going to go. No doubt about that. It matters. And the way you end it at the end of the yeah. night, too. So those yeah. are very important times of the day. And it's important to notice how you're feeling too whenever you're looking at your phone, mm -hmm. like whenever you're not truly present in real life. Because whenever I walk away from being on social media too long, I feel like down. Like it makes me feel tired, hmm. like physically and mentally tired whenever I've been on the internet for too long. So I'm a, I feel like I'm a very social person and I really need my like person time and my people time. But I also need my recharging time. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm with my people, like I give them my full attention and my full focus. And whenever I have my recharge time, I've recently been trying to not spend it on my phone and to spend it doing other things I love, like spend it with my hobbies and stuff and reading the Bible, reading books, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've noticed you doing that more. And that's that's even without, you know anybody else saying anything to you um you know your phone will be sitting out in the kitchen and you're you're in your room with the door shut reading and it's like well that's pretty cool um because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably not like that for most other other kids but um i think it's pretty neat something else that i've noticed that you do which which is pretty awesome is you'll actually call me on the telephone with your telephone and soon we'll, we'll talk to each other using our voices like humans with telephones. And it's pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, as opposed to, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but as opposed to, you know, always, you know, texting, snapping, messaging or anything like that, mm -hmm. you know, we'll actually speak to each other on the phone sometimes. Yeah. And, um, and I like that. I think it's, you know, it's just better. I'd rather yeah. hear your voice than read, you know. It feels you know. more real. Yeah. Also, Personal opinion, I think that Snap is the worst. 
Terrible. It is the worst. I've gotten so tired of it. It was so hyped up for no reason. Like whenever I first wanted to get it because I wanted it really bad because all of my friends had it and I felt like I was missing out like on this huge thing. I that remember. I had no idea. We, like, we held yeah. out for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I waited like two years to get snap. And then after a while, it just got boring. Like it got really repetitive. It was the same thing over and over again. And I've stopped using it unless I'm having a conversation with somebody because it's pointless to just spend the entire day sitting pictures of yourself back and forth and back mm. and forth. Like if you're not having a conversation and reaching out to somebody, then there's really no point. Yeah. Well, now they have a robot you can talk to also. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. If you AI get lonely. pinned number one on snap. Those monsters. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> don't trust the robot. Anyways. Um, well that's cool. Yeah. And it's again, you're, it's it's neat to me to watch you figure these types of things out and to put your own stuff in place because it's one thing I guess for for parents to you know to tell kids to do things and to put controls into place and it's another thing to guide them as they make their own mm -hmm. decisions and um, yeah it's pretty awesome pretty awesome social media does not make you more social it makes you less social wow that's really cool hey that reminds me of a quote from a guy who said that. As a, as a society, we're more connected than we ever have been, but we're connecting less than ever before. Yes. I feel like we're kind of watching each other's lives from a screen. Weird, right? We but are. But whenever literally. it comes to in person, mm -hmm. like we don't know how to deal with it. It's so weird to me. I know. We stare at our own feet and try to not talk to people. It's the weirdest thing ever. I know. I get it. It's weird, but you know what? I think that these are good tips. I think that these are good, um, good ideas mm. for us to share. And I think it's just a good perspective. Yeah, Don't be scared to go out of your way and talk to somebody Yeah, because they might need that that day. You know, there's something about the moments that we share with other people. Yeah. And just having like real moments with people. Yeah. And you can't do that through a screen. You can't. And there are even times where, you know, where we're doing stuff together and, you know, it might flash to my mind. It's like, you know, we should get a, like a picture. We should do a selfie or something, but it's like, you know what? I'll pass. And, you know, like our last trip to, to the beach, I think I took like three pictures of the entire thing just because I wanted it to be, you know, the moment yeah. us just sharing those moments and them living inside of our own mm -hmm. minds and inside of our own hearts instead of, um, you know, living on our phone or blasting it all over social media. Cause yeah. You know, th that was, that was something that we were experiencing. And mm -hmm. so that's where, that's where I left it. And I think that's where it belongs. Um, and I love taking pictures to like, remember the memories, but I found myself doing that less and less because whenever I'm there, I just don't feel like taking the pictures anymore. Like I feel mm -hmm. like just living it. And usually I like post on social media, but I feel like it's something it's more special if it's just something that you experience, like, honestly, it might sound kind of selfish, but I don't want other people to experience that. Mm -hmm. Like I want it to be a memory that just I had and just me and my friends had, or just me and my family had, you know, it's amazing. Cause, um, I mean, that's really the way that it was for thousands and thousands. Yeah. Of people years. had unique experiences. <laughs> yeah. And, and we all survived up to, up yeah. to now. So we all made it. Yeah. It's pretty Who knows wild. how it's a mystery. It's a novel idea. All right. Well, cool. I like it. Awesome. Well, good. All right. So 
I guess we better go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. 23, about 24 minutes, and they're going to kick us out of here in a second. So, um, <laughs> all right. Um, any closing thoughts? Um, Stay off your phones more and live in the real world more. Man, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. True words of wisdom from the mind of youth. Pretty smart That was kid. so, don't ever. Not, no. Yep. Okay. All right. They're going to stop listening to us. That's it. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, hey, thanks for talking with me again. Um, Anytime. And, you know, I appreciate this. And I, and I appreciate you um, taking the time to do this. You know, you don't have to. You got other things you could be doing, like, you know, messing around on your phone. So um, here we are. All right, guys. This has been episode four. And um, remember, we're here to. Officially in the books. Officially in the books. Four. What is that in Spanish? Do you know how to say that yet? Cuatro. Cuatro. Yep. Very good. Muy bueno. I have a really good Spanish teacher. That's awesome. She's prepared me well. She's doing a good job. All right. Well, I'm out of here, kid. I'll see you next time. All right. See you later.